You're listening to Irish Radio Canada Home and Abroad, and we're at Poker Alliance International Kansas City 2023. And uh, Culture Ireland use Poker Alliance as a showcase to introduce and expose Irish artists to the North American market, particularly to festival directors, booking agents, and others like that. So as it gives the Irish artists an opportunity to try and spread their wings and to get a foothold into North America. Some are young, new, emerging artists. Some are uh, well-established and have been around, but maybe um, have spent much of their career back in Ireland and uh, are ready to try and crack the market again. And uh, I'm sitting with Neve Dunn, and Neve, um, Neve, I've looked and see. Yeah, I've played some of your music because you've been with. You were with Solus, was it? I am. Briefly. With, I'm still with Bioga, actually. Or Bioga. Yeah, you were Bioga. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you were Bioga. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I have Bioga. Years together. Yeah, I have Biogas in the library. Um, and gets featured, but you're right. here. You're here with Poker Lines with Karen Casey. Yes. So I'm privileged to be standing on a stage beside one of my heroes. Um, mm. I grew up listening to Karen. And yeah. I think if you told me 20 years ago, someday you'll be you'll be singing in a band with Karen Casey, I think I would have laughed at you. Right. So I feel very, very privileged and lucky. I think she's outstanding. She's one of the best we've ever had, and one of the best we'll ever have. Have you been to this event before? Years ago. Years and years and years and years ago. Yeah, so it's, it's nice to be back. It's, it's always interesting to kind of get to hear other musicians. And so, 20 years with yoga, where does the music come from in your family? So, um, my family were all travelling musicians. They were all um, travellers. Uh, if you look at the census for as far back as you can go, it's musician, 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 musician on my father's side. Um, yeah, which is fascinating. Um, and I suppose in my own kind of way I'm kind of carrying forward that tradition of right. travelling musician um, in a different way um, so yeah so that's, that's kind of the legacy that, that I come from the Duns the Blind Dun Brothers and yeah, the yeah. Dun and, yeah. and all of that yeah um, yeah it's just when you say that it was their occupation and the census form yes yeah that's uh, I guess that was at a time when very few would have actually declared their profession to be musicians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then it was their profession, that's how they fed their families, that's how they yes. fed their living, and you know, they were the bringers of stories and music and to, from town to town, you know. And yeah. So, you know, they were the tinkers, they would be tinsmiths, and they yes. were, but, but my family, their trade was music. Was music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and because again, I grew up uh, up to ten years of age in Bandaslow, mm-hmm. and of course October was the time of the October Fair week, and that was a meeting point for travellers to come in, and yeah. music was big, and the tinsmithing, of course, would have been big at that stage as well. Because well. uh, I remember when the tinsmiths were were effectively the tinkers. That's what they mm-hmm. were were tinsmiths. Um, yep. And um, you know the pecker is uh, is renowned, uh, and some of his work with uh, 
Kathy Barry, I think, yeah. was 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 also was, was Ma- Maggie. Uh, Maggie Barry, Barry yes, was yes. also uh, was also renowned and yeah. a powerful combination. Yeah, and I mean they kept the whole tradition alive and remembered at a time when it maybe wasn't as popular as it is now. And we've we've we owe them a great debt actually. Well, not just that, but I think when you're when the Pecker and Maggie Barry were recording, it was at a time when recording would have been a serious undertaking. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have had a device you could plank on a table and s- sit around a fire and just record. Yeah, and it was, in a lot of ways, it was a huge privilege, a huge big deal for, for people to come in and be recorded like that. So it's yeah. great that they were. Um, but I guess I, I always kind of feel like on a, on a more kind of grassroots level, they were the ones that brought tunes and songs from town to town to town to town. Indeed, you know, and, and of course, um, there was no such thing as putting on an accent. No such thing as putting on an accent. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, and maybe in my own way, I, I, I would kind of be a firm believer in that even now in the music that I that I play. And yeah, because what it's, saying, it's you know? what has become, I guess, more and more in music. Um, is you know whether it be was Dolores O'Riordan or um, Dolores Kane, yes, and some others that you can, there's this this uh, it's not a subtlety there's this richness mm-hmm. that comes out that just carries the music in a way that if it was to be sanitized and purified is ruined. Yeah, and I do think for women like me, the likes of the two Doloreses, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned them, Dolores Keane and Dolores Sorin, they paved the way for us all, really, yeah. you know, and, and more beside them, like Maya Brennan and all of these people, like, um, they paved the way for us all to kind of believe, oh, well, maybe I could do that, or maybe there's a little space there for me, and right. really important, that sort of... Um, the ones that came before us that, that you know, are, are forebearers and all that. So as a woman, I think it's really important that we had these kind of figures. When did you figure us. music was going to be your life? I don't know if I ever figured it. It just kind of happened on its own its own path. I was always very much um, in love with it and very important to me, but I never really made a master plan that this is what I'm going to do or this. It, it kind of happened by accident. <laughs> Yeah. But it wasn't a case of that at some stage you said, I'm going to be a nurse, and then it didn't happen. No, I mean, I I still nearly can't quite believe that I'm doing this a lot of the time, you know. Um, uh, It was a series of of events that led me to this place, and I work really hard. I wouldn't say it's an accident, necessarily. I work really, really hard at what I do, and I love what I do. But um, I'm, I'm... I'm still going yes. and I will still keep going so long as it makes sense and I feel very lucky that I can do this. Yeah, um, well, the last two years have, or three years have been particularly difficult on the whole gig business. Cash. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Bioga, are you coming out uh, out onto the road? or, or the, uh, Yeah, Bioga has 20 years together um, last year yeah. and we're just recording a new album at the moment and we've taken a little bit of a break from the, the really Sorry. heavy duty tour and, and all yeah. of that and we had a, a kind of exciting time in the last few years before Covid and all of that yeah. and we kind of went down different musical avenues kind of the pop thing and did all of that so um, that's always something that I will consider probably me 
a priority or it's, it's kind of my bread and butter and all that but the little bit of a break with Covid and all that gave me a chance to, to start recording and writing my own music so that was a real joy and even before we talk a bit about your own music when yes. you talk about yoga and touring of course of its nature you have really no choice but to try and pack in as many dates in a shorter period as time as you can just to make it worth your while mm. and it's it's a tough life it's a tough life I mean yeah it is I mean it's very hard to explain what it is that we do I always kind of find that you know well it's very easy to explain what you do in one way because it's very visible what you do what's harder to explain is what is you're doing in order to do what you do exactly that's probably a very good way of explaining this yeah 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 yeah. so it's um a lot of what we do is there's a lot of paperwork and there's a lot of emailing and there's a lot of all of that there's a lot of writing there's a lot of thinking there's a lot of you know dreaming there's a lot of that yeah. is a huge part of what we do and an awful lot of logistics because I know just even you know if you go on a two week vacation um, you kind of say well I'll be wearing a swimsuit for ten days so I don't need a lot of clothes but you guys if you're heading out on a three four five six week tour yeah there's a lot of logistics behind anything is yeah um, I guess at this stage in the game most of the musicians I know we're not really phased by that anymore you know I know but, but it's just know, that, that if you've been off the road even for six months yeah, you know yeah, to yeah. get your head back into well, it well I, I definitely get itchy feet if I'm at home for too long right. and I think maybe there's a little bit of the, the traveller blood in me as well you right. know I, 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 I always love being home and I always love going home and then yeah. after a little while I get a little bit angsty and I need to get out and it's, it's, it's not for everybody no and it's, it's not just because you're a ph- phenomenal musician doesn't mean this is the life no. that's going to suit no. you but if it does suit you there's nothing like it and for Bioga most of your work would it be abroad or would it be in Ireland um, it, historically I would say abroad but in the last while mostly Ireland we've done an awful lot more at home and kind of kept it to the more kind of you know back to the roots a little bit and because I find sometimes when I'm talking to friends and family in Ireland uh, um, like I was at Screaming Orphans a week or so ago and I said I was at Screaming Orphans who were they? because they don't play at home and then right, said, okay. and yeah I said and the Burns Brothers were also playing I said who were they? yes <laughs> yes and I find with some of the more successful groups that the success has been outside of Ireland mm. and that a lot of the Irish audience would not necessarily be that familiar with it yeah I mean I think most um, bands maybe more specifically you know you kind of choose your little territory or choose yeah. your, you can't do it all no so you have to put your focus somewhere so I think that's probably explains why depending yeah. on the act of the bands you know that you, you pour yourself into a certain because you just yeah. don't have the capacity to, to have all these different territories or all these and well things. Ireland is a small audience as well yeah, it's a small audience base probably not possible for everybody to, to do the Irish thing no it's just not space you know for, for so talk about your own writing so the writing is new okay yeah I mean I've always been a composer I've always, always written a lot of music but for songs it's a, it's a new thing and that only really came about because of space and time that I had or that was 
foistered upon me as as a result of the pandemic and all of that. So it's it's a little bit of a silver lining and uh, So what's your yeah. creative motivation? Um stories. Okay. Yeah, so for me, um I come from a to my mind a fascinating family but maybe maybe every family is fascinating if you want to drill down and into it depends on the level of dysfunctionality <laughs> you want to talk <laughs> well I guess what I mean by that is that that's so true I mean all Irish people have a yarn don't they? every Irish person you meet is a story or a yarn or a, you know so I, I love that about folk singing and about folk songs and stories you know right. giving voice to ordinary people that did extraordinary things so right. I have a lot of history in my family like uh, uh, revolutionary men and women okay. of 1916 of the, of the risings and of yeah, the yeah. civil war and all of those things and then on my father's side there's the travellers so yeah. I come from this really rich tradition of and human was, beings with and, and was that being passed down orally to you? Yes. Yeah. And always kind of was there in the back of my head in a creative sense and always wanted to sing songs about these people and then I just said, well, I suppose I better write them. Yeah. Because nobody else is going to write them for me. So. Because, yeah. you know, I know I'm still learning about my father. It was only a year or two ago I found, yeah, when uh, I mentioned something to my sister, I'm the youngest. Okay. And my dad was born in Belfast. And only about a year or two ago, I found out that he spent time in Ring. And you and never I, knew? I never knew he had gone to Irish College. See, I love that. I think that's exactly what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to get across, is that every Irish person has these, you know... Yeah, well, those, and like, I remember after he died as well, I went, there was a box of books in, out in the, the garage, and I went through it, and here there was a book, and it was a... Um, from Radio Aaron from 1959 and it was Irish lessons and I recognised his writing in it. Run away, his handwriting. And, wow. and again, I, and he hadn't a word of Irish. I never knew he had tried to learn. It's incredible. Yeah. And like, how did that make you kind of, what was your reaction to that then? Um, or how did it make you feel, I guess? It made me feel on many levels uh, that he was a man I didn't know, that I would like to have known, and that he was, I won't say a complex man, but that he was a very reserved, um, emotionally intelligent man. Thoughtful. But didn't show it. He showed it in some ways. The emotional intelligence subtly came out. But he never displayed it. Like at his funeral, I remember some people coming up to me and they're telling me about a few incidents, and it was indicative of his sense of humour. But it wasn't his, ev- his sense of humour was that evident around the house. Yeah. And how? Ha- yeah. And how well do we know anybody? And well, I think the lesson we have to learn from, okay. and I learned from it, is that I have to work at not having that divide in the relationship with my children. Yes. Yeah. And isn't that a beautiful thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that we can talk about stuff that in a different dynamic and that we can actually talk about stuff because there was an environment in Ireland particularly I suppose where men um, uh, and the generations didn't communicate yeah. 
and I think we still have a slight hangover of that as Irish people like I don't think it's gone away completely yet I think we've gotten a lot better but I still think it exists I think you I know? think we've got a lot better but I think it's a universal thing um, I always think that and there's a real danger that we can ascribe certain characteristics as uniquely Irish and they're more uniquely, uniquely male or uniquely female um, they're uniquely human, human so that means they're not unique yeah, yeah. yeah but we can tend to say oh well that's typical Irish typical man or typical human in those environments yeah. or whatever yeah and to circle back yeah <laughs> um, that's, that's why I'm so thrilled to be writing songs yeah because we can say all of that without actually having to say it at all you can well you, you can know, you and can you can convey emotion and song in a way that um, you can't in any other way I guess because, I think so yes because I have some books of poetry that have been given to me at the moment and I'm reading them or trying to read them and I'm trying to get myself to the space I need to be in in order to read poetry mm. and one of them books is by Johnny B. Broderick okay and uh, you know Johnny mm, B yeah. mm. he has beautiful poetry and uh, wonderful now another one's for guy Dennis Stokes and Dennis sent me two books of poetry and uh, he's living in Canada but this is based on the famine in, in Ireland mm. and I'm just I'm trying to get my head to a point where um, I'm mind, my mindfulness is adequate to actually get to the space I need to read through a poetry, poetry. That's not always easy. Yeah, and it's also the beauty of art. It is. Yeah, it is. That yeah. we, can, we can go to those places that yeah. we can't go without the art. We can't go to those places without the art. It's like a vessel to, to bring us there, you know? I do have to say that watching you on stage, it's obvious that you love what you do. I do. It's I obvious because... And I particularly love what I do with Karen. Yeah, and, and you exude that. Yeah. Um, and your ability to connect with the audience and for that to transmit down uh, is powerful. You did, you're doing a wonderful job on that. Yeah, and I think for me, as I say, like speaking about Karen or speaking about yoga or speaking about my own um, gigs, me have done gigs or whatever you want to call them, the joy is to play with and sing with other people for me. Yeah, yeah. It's that collaborative thing. I'm a curious collaborator, you know. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what drives it's my, my love for all of this stuff, yeah. Niamh, we're going to wrap up. I want you to tell me what piece of yoga music I'll be playing. Um, what piece of yoga music will you play? Um, let's go right back to the very, very beginning. Um, one of the first uh, tracks that I ever wrote as part of the yoga band was a, a, a set called Dolan's 6am. So, um, there's and what album is that on? Huh? That is on, good question, uh, that is on Mischief, I think. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. Have, I have Mischief. Yeah, Mischief. I okay. have Mischief, yeah, yeah. I have indeed. And where can people get uh, information about you and yoga? So, for me, my latest um, solo album of all songs that I wrote myself, it's my first time doing that, it's called Tides. And uh, it was released last September, and it's in all the usual places that you get music. You'll find it anywhere, you'll find it online, you'll find it in good record stores. And, and we might have time to put a track of that on as well. Yes, I'd love you to play a track yeah, on that as well. Thank you. Yeah. You've done, it's been a real honour. Thank pleasure. you so much for having me. Yeah. <laughs>